You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. This week's show is brought to you by Extreme Terrain, off-road outfitters for YJ to JL Wrangler parts. Stay tuned to how you can learn how to win $4,000 in upgrades for your Wrangler from Rugged Ridge and Extreme Terrain. My God, those people give away a lot of stuff. Yeah, I want to get in on it. Hey, I just want to mention something to you guys really quick. I want to thank you so much, and and Tammy, you and Josh as well, uh, for being here every week. Having you guys come to this show and listen uh, and perform is is just the best thing that I think has happened in my life since uh, being married and, and having all my children. It, it, it's very important to me, and I just love that you guys have the same mental illness uh, that we have, and you want to join us every week. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tony. And, of course, you know this already. I make dreams come true. Hello, listener, and welcome to Chez Restaurante du Jeep Talk. My name is Josh, and I'll be your podcaster tonight. May I take your ears, please? Oh, Lord. Hey. (laughs) Hey. At least he didn't say ear holes. (laughs) Hey there, I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama, or, you know, maybe I should call myself Off-Road Mama. Hey, Josh, guess what I'm doing again this weekend? (laughs) Oh, gee, Tammy, let me guess. Are you going wheeling again? Let me distract Uh the listeners from how bad you're making Tony and I look by telling them what's coming up on this week's episode. We've got Jessica from Trendsetter Customs uh, joins us to talk about some of their amazing Jeep builds and how the company came to be. We got this week in Jeep and we're going to hear why you may want to avoid getting into the Jeep Gladiator for now and how a popular Jeep festival just got national recognition. In Wrangler Talk, we're going to find out what happens when you leave your new rock lights on too long and have to replace your battery. Nikki G will call into the show and maybe just maybe we just have him tied up in the closet and only bring him out once a week for the show. Well, you decide. we got a whole bunch more stuff coming up, so stick around. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. And This Week in Jeep is, of course, brought to you by Amazon.com. If, if you're looking for a way to support the show, well, then just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and press the big Amazon button there. You'll be taken to Amazon right away, where anything you purchase there will give the show a few cents a kickback while costing you absolutely nothing more. If you like what you hear or have gotten any benefit from what we're trying to do, well, then please consider giving back. That's jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and look for the big Amazon button. And hey, thanks in advance. Well, we've been reporting on the Gladiator clear back when it was just a rumor. And over the years, one thing has become abundantly clear. Everyone wants the new Jeep Wrangler-based pickup. Demand right now is at an all-time high for the first Jeep pickup in decades. The launch was amazing. The commercials have been beautiful, entertaining, and noteworthy to say the least. The truck has several trims, and there was even a special launch edition that was sold for sixty grand. What's not to want, right? Needless to say, there's been a fair amount of buzz surrounding this Jeep for quite a while now. But most people saw that sixty grand price tag as pretty darn high, even though the launch edition was reportedly set up even better than the current top-of-the-line Rubicon model is. Well, the age-old principles of supply and demand are alive and well, and have made that sticker shock virtually disappear. The 2020 model year Gladiator is currently selling for between $38,000 and $62,000, so 
How can that be if the top-of-the-line limited launch edition was capped out at 60 grand? Well, the answer is a single word. Profits. Some dealers are marking up the Gladiator by thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars right now just because they can. And it's up to you, the customer, to choose whether or not to overpay at your local dealership and allow this price gouging to continue. Right now, some dealers around the nation are making an absolute killing with the 2020 Gladiator, and the people who keep track of this sort of stuff have taken notice. Cox Automotive is the world's leader in vehicle remarketing services and digital marketing and software solutions for the automotive dealers and consumer networks. So it's safe to say that they have their proverbial fingers on the pulse of the automotive market, and their data can be trusted. According to them, the average transaction price has hovered around $56,400 in May for a vehicle that starts at $39K, and when fully loaded, sells for just over $62,000. The Cox Automotive transaction average based on, is based on 2,584 Gladiator sales in May alone. Since deliveries began trickling in March, Jeep has sold just 3,021 Gladiator pickups through May. So that's a pretty good cross-section there. As of Wednesday... Of the roughly 3,600 Gladiator pickups in U.S. dealer inventory that are currently listed on Cars.com, 60% of them are of the top two Rubicon and Overland trims that max out with MSRPs or manufactured suggested retail prices of roughly $57,000 and $62,000 respectively. Okay, that makes sense a little bit, I guess, taking into consideration the whole supply and demand strategies. But then there are dealers piling on Mopar lift kits and custom wheel and tire strategies. Combos and then grossly marking up the prices. Along the fair sticker prices are heaps of absurd Gladiator listings, like well, Rubicon's listing for above eighty thousand dollars. Bare bones Sport S trims on skimpy tires for seventy grand, and base model Sport trims in the fifty thousands. Many of which have no apparent mods at all. I mean, this is ridiculous. Right now, markups of a few thousand dollars, ten thousand, and even upward of twenty thousand dollars are all too common in the market today. This on a 2020 model year vehicle with visible hinges, no curtain airbags, <laughs> and an assembly quality dating back to the American Motors era. Well, you know, it's not exactly measuring up in some people's eyes. Jeep fans, however, clearly don't really care. As we heard in the Cox Automotive report, the majority of gladiators in the market right now are of the top of the line models. This is what Jeepers want. The Gladiator is the gnarliest boss of all short bed pickups and an unyielding symbol of anti-commuter freedom, even if its sway bars never really ever get disconnected during the majority of its on-road miles. Still, there is no question this truck is bound to stay hot and in demand through the rest of this year. Just don't let the hype victimize your wallet. As with any Wrangler, a high customer demand and even higher resale values mean there is really little to no price negotiation right now. Why would the dealer mark something down for you when the next guy or gal on the lot and the three behind him are willing to pay top dollar for the rig that they want? We all want instant gratification, and there's nothing like keeping up with the Joneses. But here's my advice for anybody within the sound of my voice who is looking to buy a Gladiator right now. Like a, a wise man once said, Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Don't <laughs> fall for the marketing and the salesperson's pressure to buy one immediately, right now, and avoid the, the thick nest of dealer fees on the bill of sales that are piling up currently. It might even be a good idea to wait until the end of the year, or better yet, January of next year, when the dealers will start clearing out all the old, quote-unquote, 2020 stock to make room for the new 2021s and be more apt to, you know, make a deal. So once again, my advice for now is to be patient before committing to a new Gladiator. Don't worry, 
the fine folks in Toledo are going to be all too happy to make more for you. A lot more, I'm sure. So, Josh, quick question. Uh, yeah. Why would a wise man have a speech impediment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the two things aren't tied together. It's just a, yeah, it's, right. it's just a, a coinkadink. Um, so, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I'm here to, to point out that I said this in a previous episode. Oh, that this was, oh here we go. <laughs> that this was going to go the way of the PT Cruiser. There was such a buzz on the PT Cruiser that they were putting, uh, you know, like you would have to pay an extra two grand to buy one of these things over the top of what they were trying to sell. And this is worse. This is yeah. worse. But the question is, was it wait? Was it worth waiting thirty years or almost thirty years between the the the, the last Jeep truck and this Jeep truck? I mean, are they going to make up enough money uh, <laughs> between the lost sales for the last thirty years? Well, I think they're up? certainly uh, they're certainly trying to make up for lost time. <laughs> I think they I might make up for it. <laughs> how you try and compare a, a, a PT Cruiser to a Gladiator? I, a, how dare no, you? No, 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 no. <laughs> like I said before. It only has to do with uh, something being so hot and interesting that people no, are willing to pay well over the, the the market value of it. I got it, and that's exactly what's happening right now. Is is people are willing to to spend ten or twenty thousand dollars more than the next guy just to have what everybody else wants, uh, or or to to get the one that you know has been uh, hooked up with a one inch lift kit and and you know one inch larger tires or something, you know, and they're slapping <laughs> twenty grand more on the price tag. I mean. It, it is highway robbery for all intents and purposes here. I wasn't really kidding when I used the term price gouging uh, because what the markups are really don't reflect what dealers have into them, especially with some of these online sales. Uh, when we're talking about a bone stock model selling for ten or $20,000 or uh, more uh, than what the top of the line model That's is. Insane. Now, it's, it's is that, isn't that the American way? It is. It's it capitalism really is. at its yeah. finest. And, and, I, say, and I think it's great. You said it. I mean, it really, it really is an American dream coming true, and you know, more power to these dealers. You just got to be aware and, and wary crazy. as a consumer that yes. this is going on, and right. it, it really is in your best interest to put the brakes on a little bit uh, and, and slow down before you go ahead and, and make the deal exactly. on that gladiator. It's gonna be worth your 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 worth your patience to wait right. six months or so. Uh, for things to calm down a little bit. So, so I know don't this have to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> so I know yeah. this has happened to you guys. It, it, you you get too excited and you forget to check that blonde for an Adam's apple, and it and you, <laughs> it hits you in the end by not doing that. So calm down. It, there'll be plenty of Jeep gladiators for you in the future. And I don't know how you guys feel about this, but my dad told me never buy the first year of anything. Yeah, that's a good good advice. Any right vehicle there. is going to have problems, and I'll just uh, I'll remind the uh, the, the listener: <laughs> nine speed automatic transmission in the new Cherokee, <laughs> the one that delayed the the entry of the Cherokee for all those many months, and then still had problems when it came out. Yeah, yeah, they definitely had some bugs there, and and the the Gladiator has had its own uh, you know share of a couple of bugs here and there, but that's I mean a brand spanking new model, brand spanking new line. Uh, so that you know, there's going to be some bugs need to be worked out. I think they've done better than the JL did, uh, but but this is to me anyway. It looks very much like a JL with a with a bed on the back. So uh, the the Jeep truck may have benefited from the uh, the working out of the bugs on the JL. I agree. Well, over the years, we've told you about countless events happening all around the nation and sometimes even abroad. Sometimes those events go from inaugural to annual, and uh, we hear about them year after year, gaining more and more popularity. 
That couldn't be more true for Toledo, Ohio's beloved Jeep Fest, who has just earned national recognition. The 2018 Toledo Jeep Fest received the Silver Anvil Award from the Public Relations Society of America. The PRSA recognized the marketing communications campaign for the three-day celebration with its highest honor in the category of events and observances, observances for associations, governments, or nonprofit organizations. The Thread Marketing Group and the Lucas County Economic Development Corporation submitted the entry and were presented with the award in early June. During a news conference Tuesday, Lucas County Commissioner Pete Gherkin said, quote, Jeep enthusiasts now nationally recognize the Toledo Jeep, Jeep Fest as the singular most important event in the summer when it comes to jeeping. Two years ago, the Toledo Jeep Fest generated over $4.5 million in revenue. Tina Skeldon Wozniak, president of the Lucas County Commission, said that the figure has grown each and every year, and Ms. Wozniak predicted that the trend will continue in 2019 and beyond. Time will tell, and we wish the event nothing but the greatest success and congratulate everybody involved on receiving this award. This event is scheduled for August 9th through 11th, and you can be sure we'll be talking a little bit more about it as we get closer to the date. If you've got a news tip or response to any one of our stories, be sure to let us know by phone or by email. Any number of ways to reach out to us and join in. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com contact and find out how to reach out. Coming up a little bit later in the show, we have an interview with some serious Jeep builders. Trendsetters sits down with the show in just a little bit. Hey, coming up in Tech Talk, and am I reading this right, Josh? Just the tip. Oh, watch out. <laughs> I think you're lying to me. I'm not drinking any more alcohol. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. You know, we're always asking you to go check out the 4x4 Radio Network. That's for good reason. There's a ton of great shows there to check out besides ours. And be sure to tell your friends, no matter what they're driving, we've got something for everybody at the 4x4 Radio Network. How about the On the Trail podcast? Trail Chasers is putting out great shows. The Center Steer podcast is a lot of fun. And Dan in the 4x4 podcast, I think he's on the verge of winning some awards over there. Lots of great off-road shows, and it's all for free. It's all at 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. Shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler Talk. It's time for G-Mama. Tammy, your intro is a little aggressive. No, it's not. It's just fine. <laughs> so, Tony, just shut up and listen. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, Josh and Tony, this weekend, I finally got the nerve to install my Lux lighting system lights. They sent them to me, gosh, back in February. Um, they wanted me to review them and do an install video. And I just like was so nervous because you know me, I just, I'm nervous about everything new. So, so easy. I'm like banging my head against the wall. Why didn't you do it sooner? Kind of like the um, steering attenuator. Anyway, so I got some monster RGB rock lights, a set of eight, and I have a set of four fender lights and I installed the eight lights and I'll tell you about the four lights in just a second. Um, but this company, Josh, is right up near you, um, well, in your neck of the woods, I should say. Um, yep. It's a small American custom company out of Salem, Oregon, and they make everything to order right there. Um, they, It's a great quality of lights. Um, they're 100% waterproof, a high output, super bright and broad cover coverage, high quality construction. They 
you don't even need any drilling, screwing, or tapping required because they're using these proprietary Lux. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Neo, I, I don't know how to say it. N-E-O-D-Y-M-I-U-M. Neodymium. I was trying to find Neo, the word. Okay. Yes. Um, magnetic mounting. And these magnets are really solid. So, you know, you're not going to bounce them off. You're most likely not, unless you're seriously rock crawling and banging really hard. But these things aren't going to get get um, pushed away or pushed off. What you might want to do is when you do go off-roading, you can, you know, where you have a place, you might, you can move them to where you think you're not going to, to bang them. But they're, because they're movable, it's so cool because you can move them around. You don't have to leave them where you had them if you feel like you need to change them. Um, so I have eight ultra-high efficiency LEDs underneath my Jeep and they claim, Lux Lighting Systems claim they're the brightest LED rock light on the planet. And you know what? When I first turned them on at night when I was going to record um, for my video, I'm like, oh my God, they're bright. I felt like I was looking into the sun. Um, they're IP68 waterproof rating. They're durable and they have premium leads. So I wired these up. It was super easy. I just, you know, put followed the winch line um, wires that I had. There's this little mounting box where you put, I guess they're called the, I don't know if it's the leads. I don't know what you call them. The little wires that you hook into this box. And I have that Velcroed right now on top of my fuse box um, because I don't feel comfortable drilling holes in it yet because I don't want water to get into that fuse box. So, and then, you know, you, you wire the lights down through the engine to underneath the Jeep and you can place them in various spots underneath your Jeep. And I just have them like running along the sides of my Jeep and they send you black wire t or zip tie. So you, you know, zip tie up the wire so they're not hanging or getting in the way of any of your moving parts. And then there's the switch wire where the on and off switch goes, or you may wire that into your AUGS, which is inside your Jeep, um, that comes out of this box. So as, and you have to watch my video because it's very funny because I had a problem with my hole, my Jeep hole, my firewall hole. Was it leaking? And no, I couldn't get the wires through because, so the wire that hooks to the plug has three wires with little i'm guessing they're leads um are you gonna tell me it didn't, it didn't fit the hole is that where you're going with it, this yes the hole was too small well the you know what? it heals small. up if you don't use it so <laughs> i know i know exactly it kind of shows anyway <laughs> tammy's, Tammy, tammy's going a different that. direction in her head she's, yes. she's correcting yes. herself <laughs> um <laughs> So so anyway, what I did is I just snipped the wires to took, take the little, I guess they're leads, the little silver U thing. I don't even know what they're called. And probably then in I the just instructions. <laughs> I, I know I didn't read it. I didn't read them. So anyway, interesting today on my blog or my YouTube video, there are two firewall holes on the driver's side there. And one's, a, he said it's at about seven o'clock. I haven't gone out to look yet to find it. And that one's a little bit bigger and I probably could have fit it through there. 
it, it worked out perfectly fine. The lights work great. Um, and coming out of that little box is another wire for the battery. We're the red and the black. And there's a little fuse. But what I did was, and this could be a tip for the Jeep Talk Show, um, I pre-checked it out before I wired the on-off wire into the Jeep, and it worked fine, but I left the battery hooked up. And so when we were trying to reattach the wires to the on-off switch, they touched, and I blew two fuses. So a lesson I learned. Anyway, so to, the lights work great. I got everything installed. Um, I still have to download the app because the app there's a special app that will help you change the colors of the lights, but I, I haven't done that yet. Is red so, one of those colors? No, I, I, <laughs> cut, I cut the red wire out so we don't have red lights. It's just GB now. There's no RGB now. <laughs> right. It's just GB. So, well, I do need red because red and blue make purple. There you um, go. You knew where, yeah, thought, thought I had you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, Tammy, let me ask you a quick question. You you said there's no drilling, screwing, or tapping required on the installation of these lights. But can you do at least one of those things as celebration once you've successfully installed the lights? You could probably do all three of them. <laughs> Depending on where your mind is going. Um, so now you made me forget what I was going to say. It's right there on the notes. You just no, read I, the notes. No, I know. So, okay, there. Oh, okay. So the lights are all installed. They work great. Everything's perfect. And this was Saturday. So I drove my Jeep Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I get up Thursday morning, get in my garage, go to work, and I turn the key and it click, click. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, did I just do something to, did I mess up my wiring in my Jeep? And I'm like freaking out. I had to wake my son up um, and he had to jump my Jeep with the Corvette and he thinks he's got the best Corvette because my Jeep started right up. So I stopped by Adrenaline Off-Road and they're all on vacation. <laughs> Jeff Seth. Tammy, yes, you may be going over there too course. often because the whole shop doesn't go on vacation right. at the same time. No, they do. <laughs> Jeff's at the beach and the twins are in Russia or somewhere. I don't Hello, know. Hello, let me in. <laughs> I know. So, but I texted Jeff. He was kind enough to call me from his vacation. And he basically said it's most likely not any of the winch or the lights. I have two sets of lights and a winch hooked to my battery. He said, that's probably not the problem. Your Jeep's battery, because I have a 15, but it was built in 14, because I did buy it in 14, that battery has is at the end of its life. So, because Jeff wasn't there, I went to, um, gosh, NTB, right? National Tire and Battery? Yep. Yes. And um, they got me, Jeff suggested I get an AGM battery. Uh-huh. And they're a little more expensive, but they are supposed to be a lot better, especially when you have other stuff. Well, there's no no it. liquid to fall out of it, right. and that you can literally mount them on their sides, and, and you know, and Jeeps like to be on their sides, so it's a perfect battery. Right. 
But I did, Jeff suggest, Jeff said if he was at a shop, he has this tool to hook to the battery and it tells you how much battery life is left, I guess. Yeah, you can do that sense. at Walmart too, by the way. MT, yeah. NTB probably had it as well. Well, I, I told them, could you please do this? I'd like to know. And it was a bad sell. Um, the little reading, I got like a little receipt. So I got a new battery and knock on wood, I'm hoping it, it's, it was just the battery. I think it was. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, uh, it, wiring stuff in is not going to cause an issue. If it is, the wires melting will tell you what, <laughs> what the issue was. Right. I thought you were going to say you, you've forgotten left the lights on, which would, no. al- which would also do it. But, right. but no, if the but, lights weren't on when you jump started it, it's just, yeah, more than likely it's just a bad battery. Don't be nervous. Everybody hooks things to their, their, right. their Jeep, so it'll be fine. And one thing, uh, one of the workers, because I have a worker who races cars and fixes race cars and all that. He said, maybe I left my door open and the dome yeah, lights that's true too. were yeah. on. But Jeff said and um, that after a certain year, they have, I forget what it's called, but the battery, if you leave your lights on or your headlights on or your door open, after a certain amount of time, it'll shut everything off because it doesn't want to to drain the battery and ruin the computer system or something like that. That's going to be fun on long trips. So um, I can't remember what it was called, but anyway, so back to the fender lights. So I have these four lights and I'm going to do a giveaway. So do they have to come and uninstall them? uh, No, no, no. I have, so no, I have them right here. Tony, Tony, Tony can see me everyone, but you can't. Um, they're right here because I have eight on my Jeep. I'm looking have, at a glass of wine currently. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them what color of wine I drink or I'll get in trouble. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give these away and I, I haven't decided, I think I'm going to give them away once I hit 5,000 YouTube subscribers. So if you're listening right now, go over to my YouTube page Hit subscribe, and there's a little bell next to the subscribe button, and that'll give you notifications every time I launch a video. And I'm hoping next week I'll launch a video to explain my whole giveaway. But if you're not patient enough for to win those monster RGB Fenderwell lights or LED magnetic lights, you can go buy lights now and get a 15% off discount code on the Lux lighting systems, and they have lights for other vehicles besides Jeeps. It's J-E-E-P-M-O-M-M-A. So that's Jeep Mama gets you a 15% discount code at Lux lighting systems. And I'm, you know, I've only had them for, you know, five days on my Jeep and I really like them and I love the magnetic part of it. It's just, it's a really, really good idea. You've only had it for five days and you've had to go out and spend $250 for a battery. It's great. Yeah, the, the battery had Tammy, nothing don't to help do me. With don't it. help me. It was, it was just coincidental. Yeah, I know it was. Um, so anyway, um, stay tuned to my YouTube channel. And of course, I'll post it on the Jeep Talk Show website. And I'll be mentioning it here on um, the podcast about how I'm going to give these lights away. So, Tammy, I better not hear the same uh, same thing for the Lux Lightings in the, later on in the Jeep, Mama, Jeep <laughs> Mama product review, because that's what we just did. <laughs> right. I, it, no, but there's no Jeep Mama product review tonight. All right, good. Well, I'm glad we, we worked it in there. Hey, folks, coming up later in the show, 
I just skipped ahead. That's all right. Take, we'll take a pause. Hey, this is Chris, Chief Jeep. I uh, just watched a Jeep mama screaming and freaking out off-road, getting a little off-camber. I got to say, watch your mouth, Tammy. Great play. <laughs> Oops. Where did, where did he say he was or who he was? Uh, it's Chris. But I thought he said Jeep freak or something like that. He was watching, watching one of your, uh, your, your videos yeah. where, yeah. You, where you freaked you'll have, out. And... You'll have to rewind the, the, the podcast like everybody else, Tammy. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, I swear way too much. Sorry. Uh, coming up later in the show, we're going to hear from Nikki G, who does not swear when he's off-road. Hey, just want to remind you real quick, we do have a web store. You can actually go to jeeptalkshow.com slash store uh, or just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and uh, you'll see the store thing there. You go over there, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, uh, thongs, baking salt. Nah, I'm sorry, not the thongs or baking salt. Oh, a Jeep Talk Show Bane mask would be good. There's a lot of people that aren't getting these references, Josh, because they haven't gone back and listened to all the past that's, episodes. Okay, that's, that's, some, that's some old <laughs> old shows there right there. <laughs> back, in the, so, back in the hundreds, maybe even. Yeah, so go to, uh, <laughs> go to the web store. And check out all the, the t-shirts and all kinds of things that you can buy that have the Jeep Talk Show logo. And listen to the past episodes of the Jeep Talk Show at the same time. And you can get all these uh, uh, timely references that uh, Josh likes to say. <laughs> Are you running out of time for all that tech talk? Uh, yes, I am quite busy, Mr. Voice out of nowhere. Then how about a quickie? Jeez, I don't know. We just met. I'm really not that kind of... It's time for... Just the tip. Oh, well, you could have at least just bought me a drink first or something. Oh, hey, watch it. Oh, what are you doing back there anyways? Well, if you're trying to drive your Jeep or vehicle car onto some of those plastic or steel portable shop ramps and the ramps keep sliding away from those front wheels on the smooth floor of your garage, tie some rope or nylon strapping to the lowest holes in the ramps and situate the other ends all the way back so that your back wheels roll over them before they before the front tires hit the ramps. The weight of the vehicle and the traction of the tires will help prevent the strap from moving. And with the other ends tied to the ramps, they're not going anywhere. And up the ramp you go. What a cool idea. Yeah, it is. Sometimes hey, just you- the tip is good. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make an outro for that. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, anything to add? Maybe you have a quick tip for your yourself that you'd like to share. Just jump over to TikTok. I saw that. I saw that porno back in the 80s. <laughs> just... Just jump over to cheaptalkshow.com slash contact and send us a message. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show, the number one Jeep podcast. At my mom's house. Hey guys, this is Rick. I've got a question. I think this falls into um, Josh's area of expertise. Um, I've got a Jeep Wrangler and I've got the winch. I've got a trailer electronic brake, which are all connected straight to the battery. I've got some lights and a few other accessories that I want to add, but I want to clean up all the wiring, and I'm thinking about getting a device similar to the S-Pod, where everything connects into a, a, a box under the hood with relays and fuses, and then that goes to the battery and then goes to a switch panel inside the Jeep, but the S-Pod is pretty pricey, and I've been looking at other um, similar products by other makers that are cheap, 
or cheaper, I should say. And I'm just concerned, you know, with electronics and all these deep fires going on, you know, is it a good product? You know, should I spend the money on the S-Pod and feel safe? Are these other cheaper products as safe? What do I need to look for to know that I'm hooking all my electronics and my Jeep to my Jeep and it's safe? So that's kind of my question. I appreciate it. Love the show, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Well, that's a good question, honestly. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know about the S-Pod, I mean, it is sort of a, uh, a an all-in-one um, installation device that you can hook up a bunch of uh, uh, electronic accessories to and have a very modern uh, touchpad uh, or touchscreen switch panel inside the Jeep uh, to control everything. Very fancy and comes with a very fancy price tag, typically of over $700 uh, for this kit. I think the, the S-Pod 8 Circuit SE uh, is around the $750 price tag. I mean, for that kind of price, uh, hell, I'll build you something that'll be it'll be just about as cool. Uh, but no, look at look at it this way: you've had your winch and your trailer brakes and, and you know whatever else you have hooked up. You've had those hooked up to your system, your battery in your Jeep for how long now? And your Jeep hasn't burnt down, and you don't have a $750 switch panel that's controlling them all. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I understand that you you want to clean things up, and and that is just freaking awesome, uh, first and foremost. Uh, but you know, secondly, you, you don't need to go and splurge $800 on a switch panel to get a good quality system uh, put into the Jeep that can control things. There are other options out there. Um, I mean, there there's a, a dozen manufacturers out there that are all doing the same sort of thing. Um, it's going to come down to reviews. It's going to come down to how long have they been doing this sort of thing. Now, S- the S-Pod stuff has been out for a little while now. Um, it is trusted uh, by a lot of people in the off-road industry. Uh, I personally have not used their equipment, um, but I know how it works. I know how all this stuff uh, you know, is put together and, and how it operates and everything. And if you've got the money for that sort of system, by all means, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it's a very well-contained system that does everything you need. But it comes with a price tag that I think is outrageous for what it does. And for that price tag, you can build yourself something uh, you know, that does basically the same thing for much, much less. I'm talking a fraction of the price. Uh, you know, the automotive relays are not that expensive. You get good Bosch uh, relays, and, and they're going to last you 30 years, and they're good for 30 or 40 amps. Uh, and there's not a lot that you're going to be putting into the Jeep in that system that's going to be drawing more than that. So... You know, ultimately, um, it's going to come down to your price tag and and really reliability. SPOT, I'm sure, is reliable. Um, they haven't been doing things quite as long as some other people have been uh, doing stuff that, you know, has been doing the same sort of stuff out there. But I'd say do some homework, do some research, find some reviews, maybe even find a retailer um, that is selling this sort of stuff where you can go and check out the kit. and You can see the quality of the stuff that's included in the kit for yourself. That wire or the installation gear that comes with it might alone turn you off from buying it just from what you see. I don't know. So you're going to have to do some footwork here. I wish I had a more, you know, cut and dry answer for you here. But, you know, there's a lot of factors involved. And it also comes down to, uh, you know, really what kind of wiring are you having to work with in your Jeep? If you have a ton of stuff that you have to clean up, you might want to start from scratch. And this might not be the best option for you.
Hey Jeepers, Extreme Terrain is back again with another big money giveaway for the month of June 2019. This time they are teaming up with Rugged Ridge to award $4,000 in Wrangler upgrades to one lucky winner. A division of Omex ADA, Rugged Ridge is a market leader for replacement and restoration Jeep parts. Established in 2005, Rugged Ridge designs over 3,000 products for Jeepers from floor liners to snorkels to modular bumpers even. With Extreme Terrain as our June sponsor and one of the top retailers for Rugged Ridge products, it made all the sense in the world for these two powerhouse Jeep parts companies to team up on a Wrangler parts giveaway of tremendous proportions. Visit the link today in, in the show notes for this episode. Make sure you enter each and every day until June 30th to maximize your chances at taking home your favorite Jeep parts from our friends at Rugged Ridge and ExtremeTerrain.com. From around the world. Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. All right, you know what it means. That uh, that intro means another interview here on the uh, Jeep Talk Show. Tonight we've got Jessica with Trendsetter Customs, and uh, Jessica is going to tell us all about Trendsetter Customs tonight. Uh, Tammy and I are going to be uh, uh, bombarding her with questions. And Jessica, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. All right, so now obviously on a Jeep show, <laughs> Trendsetter Customs has something to do with Jeeps. Give us an idea what Trendsetter Customs is. Um, basically, if you can dream it, we can do it. So we do a little bit of everything, um, everything from custom fabrication, four-link setup, long arms, et cetera, to aftermarket accessories and bumpers, um, basic maintenance, wheels, tires, leveling kits, lift kits, the works. Wow, that's a lot. So you guys have a shop. Yeah, we, we, you guys have a shop yeah, that people yeah, come we, to, and 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 they drop off your Jeep, and then you give them back this marvelous beast uh, for off roading. Yeah, as as big as your dreams are, and as deep as your pockets get. That's no limitation. <laughs> and what part of the country are you in? We're actually located in Granbury, Texas. Now oh, I've only Is lived that close in, to you. <laughs> I've only lived. You, I've only lived in Texas all my life, and I've never heard of Granbury. I'm down here in Southeast Texas in Houston. Tammy's actually in Maryland, so she has no chance in hell of knowing all the towns in Texas. Where whereabouts is uh, oh. whereabouts is that? Granbury is about thirty minutes away from Fort Worth. Ah, yeah. See, it's almost always Dallas, Tammy. Anytime there's something that you want to do or cool. go to yeah. in Texas, it seems like it's in Dallas. Now, if you want to eat, you come to Houston because there are all these restaurants. And see, Granbury is a quiet little, it's it's almost like a tourist town, but it's more kind of like a Fredericksburg, if you're familiar with Fredericksburg. I, I am. I think that's... Well, uh, we have a Fredericksburg here. Yeah, it didn't count. It's not Texas. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> So, Jessica, are you a lifelong Texas resident? Uh, yes, I'm born and bred, raised here my whole life. Um, my husband, Kevin, who runs the shop with me, is actually um, from Ohio and North Carolina and was stationed in Fort Hood for a while. So that's how he came to Texas. How does it go? I wasn't born in Texas, but I got here as quick as I could. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we actually call him a damn Yankee. Sorry. <laughs> you should. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? What's wrong with Yankees? Yankees are good. <laughs> well, I married him, and I'm happy, so he can't be too bad. <laughs> oh, you got to give him hell, especially if it's a uh, spouse. You got to give him hell. They, they think something's wrong. What did, what did I do wrong if I'm not getting getting a hard time? So um, now, right. is it just jeeps that you work on? No, we we do everything. We 
basically if it's four wheel drive or even some two wheel drive, we work on them. We just don't do cars. Um, but anything that you want to modify, we can do it. We've actually had a couple people come in for lifts on like chargers and challengers and stuff. But <laughs> oh, that's yeah, kind of bizarre. And a Chevy Caprice, we've done, but. We, we don't turn much away. <laughs> well, I mean, if they can spend 20K on rims, sure, I'll put a lift on that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They put ducks on it. Well, if you want to pay me for it, I'll do it. Uh. It's not what we choose to do, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to turn you away. So I take it, you know, you do fabrication. So, like, cutting of the metal and stuff, do you guys have your own, all that stuff there? The yep. So the only thing that we don't have is, like a like, a plasma table where we machine our own bracketry um but we do have um several people who have that stuff that cut our our custom-made brackets for us but we do welding and um kevin and dj are our fabricators and they do amazing work when it comes to roll cages and bumpers and um kevin's really known for his four-link suspension setups on coilovers and we're able to, to build them and keep them street legal. So he does a really good job at, it, at setting it up, keeping it safe and stable, but also making it perform really well off-road. Yeah, well, but we got to be honest. Here in Texas, uh, road legal isn't much of a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, we did do, um, I don't know if you've seen Leonidas. It's a big JK um, on 54-inch tires. And uh, it, it was quite tall, and he actually where he, the owner of it bypassed the pipe requirements by putting the headlights in the bottom of the bumper. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, yeah. You have to. I think it's, uh, it, it is 54 inches, isn't it? Uh, and if, you're, if your headlights are above uh, 54 inches or, like, below uh, 12 inches, I think, because we do have low riders in Texas, uh, it, they'll, they'll, yeah. uh, they'll ticket you, and uh, you can't drive, on, drive the vehicle. But if you move the headlights down or up, it's fine. Interesting. Yeah. 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 It's not the height of the vehicle, it's the height of the headlights, oddly enough. So, I mean, yeah, I, as long as you right. can modify it, make it work. If you want to drive a monster truck on the on the road here in Texas, you can. You just have to meet the, the headlight, tail headlight light requirements requirement. and the width of the vehicle. I mean, you, monster tires would probably yeah. exceed the, the size of the lane, which would be illegal. Uh, and, and there's a, a length of the vehicle, that, but monster trucks generally don't have that problem. <laughs> right. You know, uh, Jessica, I, maybe you know the answer to this. I don't know what happens whenever you drive something that's legal in Texas to another state where it's not legal. I mean, it's like, I don't think I could take my Jeep to California, and I probably couldn't take it through several states. I would have to tow it. I don't, I don't think that they care that it's legal here in Texas. You'll still get in trouble for it. We've had people, we do a lot of military stuff, and we've had guys that, have cut their fenders off or, you know, did the fender deletes that have moved states away that, that get tickets for it, even with yeah. Texas plates, so they don't care. Yeah. Right. Well, I know you would be, Pennsylvania's pretty strict with some of their their um, laws. I don't even think you can drive doorless in Pennsylvania. That's just insane. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no. So, like, do you guys, would you guys, like, fabricate armor and and uh, like door handle inserts and, you know, little things that, you know, aesthetically for your Jeep? We don't do a lot of like the foot pegs or stuff like that, but um, we do a ton of custom sliders, custom steps. Um, we've actually are doing our second or third set of body armor in like two months. Thanks. Custom body armor where they uh, do the entire 
from front fender all the way back where they line it with real thick plate, mm-hmm. bend it, and he cuts it out and trims it so it can flex and stuff. So, I mean, we do we do a lot of a lot of fabrication, but ours is more um, vehicle specific. You know, part of the vehicle versus like a, a small accessory. So I would assume you guys do uh, suspension work and uh, also to uh, upgraded uh, axles. Do you do custom axles as far as uh, building them yourself, or do you uh, just uh, the the owner will order them and then you put them on? Uh, we actually measure and order and send them off to get built. Um, we can build them, but we don't we don't build them for street use. And, and surely you guys are kind of close to a, a park or two uh, where you're at. Do you have a lot of customers from a, a certain off-road area that uh, that, that uh, uh, frequents your shop? Uh, not necessarily. Um, we get, I, I mean, really get a, a very broad vicinity. We, I mean, we've got frequent customers from Odessa and Midland. Um, we get a ton of work from Fort Hood Clean Area. Um, we get a ton of work from San Antonio area. Oh wow! Uh, a lot of yeah, a lot of Fort Worth um, comes to us. We don't, we are not club affiliated. We don't have one particular group um, that we will with nor hang out with. So we really have a lot of different people from different clubs that come and see us. There's not one club in particular. Um, I mean, I could name several clubs that people come to us from, but we don't have one majority, you know, majority group. But we have a very broad vicinity of people who come and see us. I take it you guys are Jeep people too, since you kind of do stuff for Jeeps. Like you have your own Jeeps? Yes, we, yeah. uh, we do. We actually um, started our business from a hobby. My husband retired um, from the military. He's a uh, disabled retired vet, actually. <laughs> and um, we... Started the hobby, uh, got into off-roading. We actually got married at um, Hidden Falls, Adventure Park, Barber Falls. Oh, yeah. I've been there. And, uh, yeah. So, we got we got married there, and um, we really got tired of seeing everybody getting ripped off by a bunch of the shops that were in our area because they were just so expensive. And we, we obviously were not rich and could afford their prices. So, we, we learned to work on our own stuff. And... Um, by doing that, we started helping others, and it just kind of grew from there and turned into business. We've been open six years now. So I want to ask you a quick question. Uh, first off, uh, uh, please uh, tell your husband thank you for uh, for your service. Uh, but you said disabled vet. Um, as a disabled vet, does that mean he gets to say, I can't, honey, I can't take out the garbage because I'm disabled? Um, it, well... He doesn't use that excuse, but he, he doesn't remember how to take up the garbage when he gets home. <laughs> Actually, he took the trash. He took the trash this morning. So I can't complain about that. Ah, uh, no. yeah. yeah, that's not good for the he, joke, he though. He doesn't throw that crutch. <laughs> yeah, he's he's flipping me off sitting next to me right now. <laughs> 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 Told you, damn Yankees. <laughs> so, but, uh, so what and, kind I, of- and I apologize I kind of roundabout talked to you about the Jeep question we do have our own Jeep we've had very different Jeeps Kevin started out in a Tonka uh, Geo Tracker named Tonka and um, I had a Cherokee and then we got a TJ and now <laughs> oh he had a Cherokee named Floater because no matter what we did to it we could not get it to go down like it would not die I think caught on fire and wow. ran better after it caught on fire and been rolled oh, like wow. 14 times or something yeah, we were, he wasn't very nice to it. But now we just, uh, he's building a custom YJ 
um, four-link setup coilovers, LS swap, and then uh, we have butthurt, which is little baby JK on the two-inch list. <laughs> And, and and what color? I think I know the answer to this. What color is oh, no. that uh, that one with the trendsetters uh, logo there on the side? Black and green. Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry, Jessica. That. That's yeah. the wrong answer. No, black and green. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The right answer would have been red. Why did I? Red would have been what you were going oh. for. <laughs> Tony. Tony. Oh, well, that's no, that's his. That's that's his YJ. That's red. There you go. Oh, then you boo. know you get one of these. <laughs> okay, yay! I didn't like yeah. the crying buzzer. She's like, she's like, what is going on? Tony and I have, I have a black Jeep. Tony has a red Jeep, so we kind of fight about which color oh. is better. There's no fighting. It's red. You know, we know it's yeah. it's it's well, the see, way it should be because my Jeep's black and my husband's Jeep's red. So girls are better though. So black wins. Sorry, you can hit that buzzer. Oh, you there you that go. Thank you. <laughs> ding 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 ding. See, now, now, now we talked to about. you about attitude before you, we started this interview, young, young lady. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I warned you. I have a mouth and then I got the attitude. I told you and you said it was fine, so but, come on. There that, you go. That's, that's good. just good podcasting there. Yes. <laughs> we got we got to put Tony in his place. So uh, tell me some more about that Cherokee. Uh, I'm a Cherokee owner. Uh, mine's a 98. It's a one-owner vehicle. We bought it straight off the showroom floor and uh, been driving it for 20 years every day. So uh, what uh, what year Cherokee was it that he rolled so many times? <laughs> Would you like to talk to him about it? He's proud of his floater. Sure. That's Kevin. Hey, Kevin. This is uh, Tony and Tammy, the Jeep Talk Show. Uh, just hey. remind you, you're bound by the same uh, legal uh, uh, <laughs> agreements that we made with Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Ignore him. Just kidding. You're so gonna I scare him away. So I want to know about the Cherokee. I'm a Cherokee owner. I've got a '98 uh, one owner uh, Cherokee, and uh, I was just kind of curious. Uh, the, the the Cherokee that you you abused so much. What year was it? It was a '93. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, and it had the uh, it it had the GM 2.8 motor, which was horrible. Yes. <laughs> you know what? It may not even have been a '93. It may have been an '80 something. Yeah, I was going to say, because I think those were uh, actually like uh, the, the first years, like 84, 85. Uh, yeah, they, they were those. really old. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it, did, The did, thing was so underpowered, I'd put the front wheels on something, have to throw it in neutral, rev it up, and then <laughs> drop it into gear while on the gas, and then it would go. Oh, my God. So what did you what did you have to do to it after driving it uh, and rolling it so many times? You did you have, I'm sure, surely you had to replace things. I'm assuming you never replaced the motor. No, no, that motor was there until it died. <laughs> the, uh, I actually got a an exhaust manifold leak, and I welded the manifold to the head just to do it. <laughs> I don't blame you because I've, I've never done it. I've gone through like uh, like uh, three or four uh, headers so far. You know, the, the original one cracked. Yeah, <laughs> it's yep. just so frustrating. Uh, but they do keep going and going. To date, I'm still the only person I know that's rolled in front of the shop door <laughs> in the shop parking lot. I put it off my shirt to uh, less body damage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to flex and see how much better it does. And I pulled up on a 42. And as soon as I got about halfway up the tire, it just rolled over and played dead. Wow. So uh, what park do so you guys go to, to out there? To, no, go ahead. Here or where? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I see some pictures here on your site. And uh, it looks like uh, Hidden Falls or... Uh, maybe uh, Barnwell, or I, I don't know where you guys go uh, often. April, May, we sp- we went to uh, Marble Falls for uh, Wheelers for the Wounded the first weekend of May, and mm-hmm. then we were at K2 
in uh, March and May. I love K2. It's Katempsi 2. It's all granite. If you've never been, you need to go. I have not. K2 and Wolf Cave. Is that in Texas? Yes. They're down by uh, Mason, Texas. Okay. I've never heard of uh, of K2 before. I'll have to look that up. Yep. It is amazing. You ever make it to Texas, hit us up. We'll meet you down there. I'm in Houston. Uh, Tammy's over in Maryland, so uh, I've yeah. been I've been to Hidden Falls. Uh, but uh, uh, did you ever have a problem with your Cherokee overheating while you were driving? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you towed your vehicle. Uh, that's the problem I'm, I'm having is is that if I get on the highway for longer than about 50 miles, the uh, the the 4.0 overheats. Put a mechanical switch or put an on-off switch on your electric fan and turn it on when you start the key. That's what we had to do in our race jeep. My boys actually have a '98 Cherokee race jeep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going through the trendsetter page or it's a green and white Cherokee. Kind of looks like a Comanche that's been rolled a few times, but just raced it for a year. And then our uh, yeah, our oldest boy actually raced it for a year. He was the youngest driver to podium first place. That's great. All right, let's, let's that Cherokee. We turned the mechanical or the, the electric fan. We put a switch on it and never had another issue. That's great. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's get back over to Jessica and we'll wrap up this interview. All right, thank hang on you. One minute. You're welcome. All right, Jessica, we got the the, the lowdown on the Cherokee, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand why you were letting him drive it if he flips it in front of the shop. Yeah, really. Well, that was that was his before we were married, so I didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> he could roll it all he wanted to. Oh no, that thing, you couldn't hurt. I'm telling you, you couldn't hurt that thing. It, was, it was horrible. I'm talking about the occupant, <laughs> the person you oh, supposedly yeah, love. No. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you his? He's a retired marine. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear the marine. Oh, uh, this yeah. vet. Marine makes a lot more yeah. sense now. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So I think we've. Uh, well, I know we've had a lot of fun here talking on the uh, the interview, but I think we've kind of covered what you guys do. Uh, just to, to recap, if it's a Jeep, and uh, even if it's not, if you want to make a modification, uh, especially custom modifications, uh, you guys can do it all. Cages. Uh, you can put on the uh, the a new axle. You can uh, uh, do welding. Uh, all, the, all, internal or external cage, I'm sure. So, uh, hell, I even see uh, what uh, could be uh, uh, called a, uh, a monster truck here on your uh, gallery page. So, it looks like you guys yep, do it all. We've, yep, we've built a couple of those. And like I said, lift kits, leveling kits, we, we kind of do it all. Excellent. And uh, what kind of, uh, how does somebody go about uh, scheduling some time to do this? Uh, do you take calls? Uh, over the phone, on the internet, uh, how, how do you do people just drive up and say, I want to put this on here now, could you do it? All of the above. <laughs> so we, they, uh, <laughs> you can hit, um, I've had this cell phone number for six years or longer and people contact me via text, via phone call, myself. Um, our shop number is 817-579-JEEP, which is nice. Um, and then, of course, on Facebook, we also have a website, TrendsettersCustoms.com, where you can submit your link there, and it sends a question to me so I can respond to it. And I think you answered my next question. You guys are on uh, on Facebook, uh, uh, Facebook.com, Trendsetters uh, Customs. Uh, are you on Instagram or any of the other uh, social media things that kids like these days? Yep. We're, we have um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I don't do uh, Twitter and 
what's the other one that's really popular? Snapchat. I don't know. I'm not on that one. But we do have Instagram, too, Twitter, Customs. Uh, I believe it's what? It used to be text, TX, but I believe it's Trendsetters Customs one. But if you Google it, it's the only Jeep Trendsetters. Great. And you guys are out in uh, Granbury, Texas, and uh, that is near Fort yes, Worth. Sir. So if you are a Jeep owner and uh, you have been wanting, you got an itch to get something custom, uh, you can certainly uh, give Trendsetter Customs a, a contact, a call, a message, any way you want. You heard it straight from Jessica. So, uh, Jessica, thank you a lot. Was there anything that you wanted to throw out there to uh, to our listeners before we uh, head on out into the uh, sunset? Um, I Anybody that wants to contact me that hears on the show, I'll give them 20% off of any accessories they Ooh. want to order. So a little nice perk for uh, for having us on. And um, we, we really do try to keep our prices extremely competitive and fair. Um, so there's not many places that can be, beat our costs. So. That's great. If, if there's nothing else, give us a give us a check. That, that's why everybody drives from Odessa and stuff to come see us because we're we're extremely competitive. But our quality is untouchable. By the way, Kevin is one of the best gear guys in Texas. So if you're looking for a uh, gear installed, oh, that's the man. That is one of the most nerve wracking things to me. Uh, finding somebody that really knows what they're doing with that because mm-hmm. it's so important to get it done right. Uh, the the gears uh, setting up the gears is so critical to the overall success. And not <laughs> on wood in six years, we've never had a set of gears go bad on us. So yeah, well, that we yeah, did. Not- our fault. We- yeah, if you do it right. So the twenty percent off, which we uh, we really appreciate. Uh, uh, how would somebody get that with you? Like they, uh, hey, I heard you on the Jeep Talk Show, and you get twenty percent off. Yeah. Or- so just give uh, give them a, a contact and let let them know that uh, you heard Jessica uh, on the uh, the Jeep Talk Show and you get twenty percent off accessories. Jessica, that is just wonderful. Thank That's you so right. much for that. Yes, I might have to drive to Texas I- when it's <laughs> when it's time for me to to regear. I just wish they were closer to Houston. Uh, that's about a four hour drive for me. So uh, yeah, it'd be fun it just is, to stop by. I- to make it worth your drive we we have uh we actually have about four people who come to us from houston at least once a year yeah my problem though is i can't drive further than 50 miles but without overheating yeah <laughs> well maybe they can fix that <laughs> yeah if you can get it on a trailer we can get it where you can drive at home <laughs> all right jessica sounds great thank you so much for thank being you. with us tonight and uh you guys have a great night and uh hopefully we'll be seeing you on the trail soon yeah, thanks, thanks for hiring, or having me on. I appreciate it. Big thanks again to Jessica for taking the time to talk about the awesome story behind Trendsetters Customs. And don't forget to claim your 20% discount. Just tell them you heard them on the Jeep Talk Show. and Get your nice 20% discount there. Hey, and do you have an idea for a guest? Maybe you work in the off-road industry and you have a story to tell. Maybe you know somebody who does. Maybe you would like to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Show yourself to talk about your latest Jeep experience. Heck, we want to hear everybody's Jeep story. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and share your idea for our next great guest. Hey, we've had a few people come to the uh, the website and fill out that form. Uh, we'll be getting back to you shortly and scheduling you for a uh, upcoming interview. From the mind of Nikki G. This portion of Nikki G brought to you by Break Clean. Forgot about that cut on your hand? Let Brake Clean remind you. That's Brake Clean. <laughs> Not for cleaning brakes. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, I just got to say, uh, I too am suing Jeep. But uh, not over the death wobble thing. Uh, apparently my Jeep has made me sterile. 
Um, the, the lack of cup holders has forced me to uh, hold my coffee in between my legs. And no, not the heat has lowered my sperm count. It's uh, the fact that Wendy keeps saying no. <laughs> Damn it, Jeep, you said I would look cool driving this thing. All right, boys and girls, I will chat at you later. You have a good one. Bye. No, 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 Nikki G, not a hot drink. You want a cold drink with a straw in it. That's how you work her up to it. Oh, Lord. Move that straw back and forth, get the squeaky noises going. All <laughs> oh, the squeaky noises <sighs> is so much fun. <laughs> and Tammy's going, stop it, stop it. I know. <laughs> Move it. This is a Jeep podcast. I'm going to stop this Jeep. I'm going to stop this Jeep if you don't. Then you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so much fun to be a parent. You must have needed this every day. I need it! It's the Deep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. And this week we've got the Barks Bar Luxury Pet Car Seat Cover. If any of you dog lovers out there, this is a must-have if you don't want the black seats in your Jeep to turn whatever color your dog is. <laughs> Designed to be used in the backseat of just about any vehicle, these things easily convert between a hammock or a standard rear seat cover. Uh, bottom section of the seat cover is designed with a 7-inch side flap on each side uh, for, as extensions for extra cover coverage of the side of your seat cushions. Uh, made with high-quality, heavy-duty, waterproof polyester for durability and comfortability. Uh, includes built-in Velcro openings for your seat belts and seat anchors to prevent the seat cover from sliding around. Protects the back seat from dirt, spills, scratches, hair, and fur, and obviously other messes, too. It has two pockets included for easy storing of personal items, such as toys and leashes and grooming supplies, water bottle, you know, stuff like that. Designed with color-fast material to prevent color bleeding and premium components. Uh, and is uh, free of azo dyes and heavy metals, such as arsenic, lead, mercury, etc. And is also tested with withstand extreme temperatures so you never have to worry about damage to your vehicle or pet. Very easy to install. Just snap the buckle straps around your headrest and tuck in the seat anchors. Uh, very easy to install, very easy to clean, is machine washable, and you can get this right now for less than $25 on Amazon.com. We'll, of course, have a link for that. So if you've got a Jeep, especially a newer Jeep, and you are a dog owner, this is definitely a must-have pick of the week for your Jeep. You know, at twenty five bucks, actually less than twenty five bucks, this thing is is almost disposable. Uh, Not really though, would be a a perfect thing, especially with the little pocket you were talking about. You could put your yeah. duct tape and your uh, your uh, your rope inside there. This would be a oh, great no, way to get rid of a body, and it's it's only twenty five bucks, which is oh. much cheaper than a life sentence in the prison. So. It, 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 it the waterproof not, thing is what sold me because that's the problem with the fluids, you know. Do not. Any <laughs> more of this? The, the show's gonna have here, a problem with the fluids. Pin, what's that saying? The opinions here are <laughs> the, the opinions and, and views discussed right. here on the Jeep Talk Show do not necessarily reflect those that are talking in the Jeep Talk Show. Right. Send send all your your criticism and letters to Tammy at cheapmama.com. <laughs> And no. <laughs> and double no. That's really cool. That's a really good idea. No, it and is. 25 it bucks, is. man, that's that's nice. 
you know, but you actually, you seriously could use that as a shooting pad. If you were, you had your rifle and you put it on the ground, you could uh, lay on that I'm wondering how, how padded this thing are, is. I mean, I, I like to use, uh, you know, those cheap moving blankets from Harbor Freight just because they're like five, six, seven bucks and a right. little muzzle flash uh, blows a hole in it. No big deal. Um, but, uh, but you're right. Uh, this is certainly large enough to, to double as uh, something like that as well. So, uh, or possibly even a sleeping pad if, uh, if you so desire. Uh, but now that you must have one of these Barks Bar Luxury Pet Car Seat Covers for your very own and your best friend, uh, for the pet in your Jeep anyways, we'll make it easy for you. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the link in the show notes for episode 390. You can get one for your very self. Hey, uh, Jeep Talk Show. This is the FM Jeeper. Hey, I just want to chime in on a little discussion you guys are having on uh, uh, this week's show about uh, local versus online. Um I know everyone does it a little bit different. Um, I'll just say that it's actually kind of funny to hear Josh and Tony go at it. So uh, kudos to that. But um, what I like to do is obviously price shop. And it's not something that's an immediate need that's going to get me back either, you know, I'm going to miss a trail ride or I'm not going to be able to make it to work. Local is where it's at as long as it's something I can obtain. Uh, but if it's something that I can hold off on or I don't necessarily need the Jeep until that time, I'm going to go ahead and order online just because uh, – you know, it's, I tend to find it cheaper, and, and Tony's right. With Amazon, I can literally most times get it next day, and I don't have to leave the comforts of my couch. So that's kind of my that's kind of my uh, opinion on that one. Uh, hope you guys have a good week, and uh, hope to hear from you soon. I can't believe he said Tony's right. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm having a hard time recovering myself. I actually. know. I, oh. Hey guys, it's Rick from Canada. I uh, just listened, just finished the show. I listened to you guys during the night shift, and uh, yeah, I, was, I saw you guys were interested to get some comments feed about local or Amazon kind of online shopping, and I was I thought I'd call in because kind of got a little story about that one too. And uh, Tony was really cool talking to you last week on Messenger, and uh, I am super stoked. Once I finally get in, I am of course Google will totally give you my review and uh, get those pictures posted. But I'm from Canada. I've been basically shopping and about wheeling for about 10 years, four Jeeps. And we used to have a local store called Gemini Jeeps. And they were great. And they were an amazing store for years. They were literally the only place around to shop. And then I started going to Portland, and we started buying a four-wheel park. But whenever we could, we always tried to buy local and support that store until the time that their customer service level just got to the point that it was so bad. And unfortunately... I had to start shopping at four-wheel parks here locally. So we have a local owned store. The staff are amazing. They're great. And, uh, you know, they, they treat me so well, and they're so personable, and they know their stuff as well. And uh, eventually that Gemini Jeeps, that store, they eventually closed their doors because uh, they, their level of customer service was just so bad, and uh, they, they just got a bad reputation. It was really kind of sad, but, of course, you know, if I could shop local for that kind of stuff, I would. I use Amazon all the time, and I use it for all my small stuff, stickers, accessories, cheap signs, <laughs> fun stuff. But, um, you know, the better stuff I do through four-wheel parts. And uh, I went down, let's leave it to the last story. I went down a couple of weeks ago, and I thought I'd be funny, and just asked our friend Tanya who worked through it, and said, hey, would you mind just kind of pulling up, you know, kind of got a rough idea what I've maybe spent over the last 10 years? And she laughed at me, she started, and she started going on and on and on, and she spent about a minute talking about all the different purchases, anything less than $1,000, and then she said, hey, you know, that's just, uh, that's about two minutes in only one of your six accounts. I looked over at my wife and said, you know what, 
we we will never discuss this ever again. Oh my god! So I'll be careful what you wish for. You guys are awesome. I'm great, Joe. Look forward to next week's episode, and I uh, hope this helps. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye for now. I didn't realize Just, the level of his mistake until he mentioned the wife was standing there. <laughs> the, the six <laughs> accounts, yeah. I just, that would have been like a quick sideways glance, like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. I, they're, all, they're all corporate, I swear. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Allie from Canada again. Sorry about that last call quality. Um, what can I say? I live in New Brunswick, and we play this fun cell phone game where uh, <clears throat> you see how long you can talk before you get cut off on your cell phone. That's how good the reception is here. Ah, so awesome. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I'd love to be on the show. Um, I think maybe I should do it while not driving to and from work, and maybe I could do it from home over my Internet connection somehow, uh, an audio through the, through the computer. I do have a fixed wireless Internet connection at home, you know, that's not the same as a wired connection, but that might work better. Um, give me a suggestion, uh, something that I can try, maybe SpeakPipe is something you guys used to use, and I'll, uh, I'll definitely try that out and see if my audio, audio quality is better. Anyway, uh, keep up great work. Uh, you have a great show. I'll talk to you soon. That's great, and uh, I, and I told uh, Ali on uh, on Messenger or the the voicemail Messenger type thing that don't worry about the quality of the of the the call. The most important thing is that you uh, that you call in because we really appreciate you calling in. Yeah. So if you guys are worried about the the audio quality, that's just me being an asshole. I love good audio quality. So if you what, hear me, wait. If you, you being an asshole? <laughs> what? So anyway, the uh, the great thing is that you guys take the time to call in and do that. Uh, don't don't stop calling because you don't have perfect audio quality. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to hear a little about some events that are happening in your hometown and around the nation in Wheeling Ware. Oh, God, it's hot out here. Oh, can you turn the fire down? <laughs> well, I got really nothing going on, guys. Uh, the Jeep is uh, just sort of in a holding pattern right now. Um, it's got a lot of things going on. Uh, personally, don't have a whole lot of time for Jeep and, and, and that sort of stuff. So, in fact, I got, I got some side jobs uh, even coming up this weekend. Uh, I'm working on a newer Mustang. Uh, I got a, you know, sort of a friend of the family type of thing. I know, I know. <laughs> doing some driveline work on a, on a Mustang. Like, I just can't get away from the wrenches, it seems like. Is so. he in the woods with a bullhorn? Yeah. <laughs> He's just up on the mountain. He is yeah. always around you I somewhere. <laughs> oh, keep an eye over your shoulder. But no, I, I'm, uh, I've been itching to get out, and uh, maybe I, I make some time on Sunday. Uh, the weather's supposed to turn to, to crap this weekend, and I, I really don't like going up when it's pissing rain and, and it's going to be all oh, muddy yeah. and stuff. So I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I may do it just to go hit some easy trails or something like that, just to, to get out, get a change of scenery on, you know, on Sunday or something like that. But I've got, I got to play Ford mechanic on Saturday, so nah. Tell well, me what you got going I, on. Where are you? Where are you going? Yeah, I know you're not. You don't want to hear this. I'm going to no, leave I do. tomorrow. I, 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 I kid because you know because I care. Right. Uh, so yeah. So I'm going to a new place, some place <laughs> where I've been want to go for a long time because I never really had a, a Jeep group that I could go with because I hear they're like really crazy up here. 
are up in Virginia. Um, it's near Gore, Virginia, and it's the campground I'm staying at. And I guess the, tra I don't know exactly where the trails are, but it's called the Cove. It's in Virginia and it's the Big Dogs Spring Fling. And apparently Big Dogs is an off-road group or mm -hmm. thing. Um, and the Cove is the place. So right. it's not like Big Dogs is the place. It's the Cove. So I'm going to go camping and my son is going with me, Michael, my oldest son. He's actually going I, up. I don't with, want you sobbing the whole trip up there and I'm sobbing so at the camp. Yeah, I, you literally love me. You can I, tell. <laughs> actually, he has to work tomorrow. I'm gonna. Um, he's going to go up with um, his boss. And his boss's son, who are huge off-roaders, so he'll drive ah, up with them really to make super sense early. Now. Yeah, yeah. So I might, he might not even be in my jeep. He could be wheeling with them, and it I doesn't may matter. right. Yeah, but you're just gonna be there, Tammy. He's right. He's not even gonna give you so, two cents. I know. Oh, hey, mom, you here too? Yeah, right. that. That's funny. He won't even acknowledge me. Um, God, look at that lady with the stupid jeep mom plates. What a um, so well, anyway, until, until he sees all the attention that you're getting, uh, and, right. you know, it, it, it's going to change. It's slowly he'll, changing he'll, now. He'll know I'm cool. So I'm really excited, but I'm kind of nervous. This is a whole new trail system and it just sounds oh, that's very, exciting. That's exciting. yeah, it's, but you know me, I'm scared. Uh, well, cause it. I talk about going up a mountain. I'm, no, you know, see, I mean, you, I mean, you've been wheeling on mountains since you've had your Jeep here, yeah. you know, yeah. look at, look at it this way. Have you Google image searched any of the, the, the stuff for, for the, the, no, the I was, I was going to do it tonight and then oh, I forgot. Okay. okay. Because once you do that, all of your I, fears are going to wash <laughs> away. I promise you. Are you kidding I promise me? you. I, seriously, you, you type in the, the Cove VA, you know, off-road, something like that. The pictures that you are going to see are going to be something like what you've seen, like a, in a like vacation video, uh, you know, promo yeah. no, or something like that. Not. I mean, no. these are these vistas are really put to shame some of the stuff that we have even here out in the Pacific Northwest. I am jealous about what you're going to see this weekend. So you're going to have an amazing time. The vistas that are going to be before you are going to be like nothing you have ever seen before. Uh, hopefully, the weather holds out for you, and right. you've got great visibility and 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 good trail conditions and everything. Because I, I am predicting one heck of a weekend for you. Also, too, Tammy, yeah. uh, you're camping out at this place, right? Yes. So, uh, I, I, oh, the bears. I'm and sorry. The <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I haven't mentioned this to you because I, I know that you're uh, inexperienced in a lot of things. Uh, snipes are not real, so there are so no little. Tony, we used to go snipe hunting all the time when I was growing up. I was you gonna say, man, that's that's an old one. Everybody knows about. Snipes. I I know that one. <laughs> Actually, so. my kids probably don't know it. I Ooh. should. Yeah. I should hopefully, play that one. Up. Hopefully, they don't listen to the show. <laughs> when when I get back, I'll say, "Oh my god, you guys missed it. We went snipe hunting. I got to shoot guns, and it was you guys should have come with me." Uh, no, I'm I'm. I'm nervous and excited, but I'm, oh, I'm just nervous, Nelly. In, in that story with, and we actually saw, we weren't able to shoot it, but we actually saw a Henway. What's a Henway? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the full circle of life. Right. <laughs> um, I do have a question for both of you, though. It's from um, 
uh, somebody, I don't know if it was a, a YouTube subscriber. I can't remember where I got it from. Oh, the whole, I'm just asking for a friend thing. Okay, Tammy, <laughs> yes, I get yes. it. <laughs> so, um, he loves his Jeep, and it, it was right after, Josh, you read one of the stories about someone getting their Jeep stolen, and yeah. it kind of freaked him out, and he wants to know about any really good Jeep tracking device to keep track of your Jeeps. And I could not answer that. And I thought maybe one of you two, or if you listening out there, they're all expensive. They're all very expensive. They are all expensive and they all require, um, you know, monthly services, service fees and stuff. There, there are a couple of ways, um, that you can do this. Uh, and they, but they, uh, all of them, no matter what involve you coming out of pocket each and every single month. So, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, you know, an alarm service, you know, a security service or, you know, something like that. So it, it's, you know, if you're not willing to fork out a couple few hundred dollars up front for the gear, plus having it installed, plus coming out of pocket each and every month for the service so that, you know, you can, you have access to this. I mean, it's, it's a lot of money um, at the end of the, at the end of the day that you, that all that money is much better spent on a good alarm system and some visual deterrence, uh, and because honestly, the the harder you make it for them to steal your Jeep, the the more likely they're going to be, you know, heading off to the next the next Jeep, whether it be a club, uh, a little red flashing light, a kill switch, maybe all three. Um, by the time they spend thirty seconds and they don't have that Jeep started yet, they're out of there. Right. So you know, if you want to spend that kind of money, more power to you. There are some options out there. Um, there are some DIY options as well. I've heard of even people using animal tracking uh, microchips um, uh, that, that, you know, for a short period of time, they can make that work. There are some, you know, quote unquote, spy on your girlfriend type of devices um, out there that, uh, you know, are sold on on, uh, on the nets and, and uh, those probably have mixed reputations. Uh, and then there's the genuine services out there that, that you're going to come out of pocket for a good chunk of change. So do some research, find out what your budget is and, and how much you really want to spend and, and then go from there. Uh, I would tell you there was a thing I looked at that was probably the most cost-effective thing. And I, it's been a while since I, uh, I read this, so I may be getting some of these numbers wrong. But you take an old cell phone, you get a yep. emergency plan, I think is what it is. It's like uh, $10 a month for the cell yep. service. And uh, you can literally, uh, uh, you know, you get the GPS. Uh, you need a phone that uh, supports GPS. And you can literally get the GPS stuff. You you know send a text message. You need some uh, some software on the phone. Uh, but you send a text message to the the cell phone and it responds back with where huh. where it's located, and right. that is probably the the simplest. But it's a DIY, well, and, it and you have to you connect have it to a battery. So right, you have to hardwire the phone with a charger into the vehicle's electrical system under constant power. So that you basically have a cell phone that is on all the time in the vehicle with a charger that is hooked up to the battery all the time charging the phone all the time. Now, granted, it's milliamps of, of voltage draw. It's not going to drain your battery dead or anything, but that's something that you got to you gotta factor into all this. Right. There's going to be some installation involved, and it's not exactly something you can just, you know, well, plug and play. It's, it's like while you're in there, you could, <laughs> you could yeah. add a lithium battery and then have the lithium battery uh, on the phone, and the lithium battery would be charged by the, the battery and the alternator when it's running, uh, and then uh, the, use a size the, the lithium battery, and they're not very big, uh, to run the phone for long periods of time. So you you could get around it like that. But then again, 
it's DIY and you got to find a hiding place and yada, yada, yada. And I'll, I'll, say, I'll just mention this without going too deep into the woods, pun intended. Uh, you could actually use that cell phone to do like some of the OnStar things where you could shut the, 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 the vehicle down if you wanted to do a little extra wiring and put some relays in the right places. Yeah, that that's next level, Tony. I know, I know. <laughs> we have listeners that can do that. Oh, right, good advice, like, though. Okay, good, good way advice. too much. Yes. All right, you so, wanna, all right, so I know uh, you're not going to skip me this week, damn it. Um, so <laughs> I we know, didn't skip you. You just need to speak up, Tony. You just don't speak I'm, up I'm enough. A, I'm a shrinking flower. I know. Uh, so the uh, a lot of people were interested in hearing about the light bar uh, that I built that I've been posting up pictures on Instagram and Facebook. So um, uh, many of you know I've got uh, eight of these uh, eight uh, eight thousand lumen uh, LED uh, lights that I've uh, mounted to a bar, and uh, just yesterday was able to mount it to the Jeep. So uh, no power to the lights yet because it's a, been a hell of a lot of work just getting to this point. Keep in mind that uh, I had to uh, drill a lot of holes and measure, do a lot of measuring and a lot of cussing and a lot of sweating to get to this point. So I'm very happy that I was able to get that on there. I used a couple of uh, standard uh, uh, A-pillar mounts uh, from Amazon uh, like uh, that uh, you can use on a Cherokee, uh, the, the older Cherokee uh, models. And uh, uh, it seems to be working fine. I, I did notice uh, coming home this afternoon that I'm getting uh, quite a bit of side-to-side movement, uh, which, is, which is fine. Uh, my only concern is, is that if I'm getting too much side-to-side movement of the light bar, which weighs 30 pounds, uh, for very long, it's going to fatigue the metal and it's going to break. Um, so uh, I need to do something to... Um, uh, make that a little stiffer, and I, I have ideas uh, in place that uh, right now that uh, that I may do. Of course, the simple thing would be just to make my own uh, my own mounts and make it out of thick thicker metal. But you're you're potentially still going to have an issue with the side to side motion, uh, up and down, fine. Uh, and this is kind of funny. I, I told uh, Josh about this. I'm not sure if I told you about it, Tammy. Um, got this thing mounted, and it's it's nice and low, uh, a little above the roof line of the Cherokee. It kind of, it kind of, I kind of got a feeling that it's a little too low, and I might want to raise it an inch. But anyway, I, I got that thing on there, and I was all the measuring and the designing, and, and just working out every little detail. Well, when I was putting the the light bar on yesterday and, and uh, tightening up all the bolts on the the uh, the individual lights, I you know got a little sweaty, and I got a little sweat on the windshield in various places. And so I'm uh, I'm heading out uh, for work this morning, and I. I hit the the squirter and the windshield wipers, and the wipers immediately get stuck on the back of the light bar. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so oh, it's no. it's just the wires that are hanging out of the back of the lights that I kind of had just uh, tie wrapped up, so they weren't hanging down in front of the the windshield. But I'm like, why? All this planning and everything went so well, and then it's the last thing. That you consider, and I never considered right. a, a problem with the uh, the windshield wipers. So it was really funny, and uh, uh, just just getting those wires run into the, uh, the the light bar and out of the way will take care of that problem because there is enough room behind the light bar for the uh, the windshield uh, wipers to go back and forth. But I've uh, been really happy. I think um, the the overall uh, look of it, and uh, well, Josh, you I've shared some pictures with you. Uh, what's yep. your impression of the the light bar? Does it look like some uh, half cocked individual made something? 
No, not at all. I mean, it, it, the whole, I mean, yeah, you, you need a coat of paint on there, uh, you know, a couple of uh, uh, finished pieces, you know, to, to button things up and, right. and whatnot. But I mean, ultimately, no, I think your design is pretty solid. Um, uh, you know, everybody would do things a little differently. Um, I, I probably would have had some some degree of a, a little more degree of adjustability in there, but that might have led to some other issues and stuff. And I, 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 don't, I don't know. I like it. I want to see I want to see it with the caps on. I want to see it all wired up. Um, I, I do have some reservations about your A-pillar mounts. I think that ultimately is your weak link. Yeah. Um, if you were to take those to a fabricator and say, hey, can you make these out of like three-eighths or quarter-inch steel instead of the you know, eighth-inch stamped, that whatever that's made out of now, I, I think ultimately that would completely eliminate your side-to-side movement. I think it's just you got too soft a metal, you got too heavy a lights up there for what those A-pillar mounts are rated for. And with the, uh, you know, all the lights, um, you, that wind shear is just moving things back and forth. And that's that's where all that's coming from. But well, There was some um, wind out there on the highway. And I think at 70 miles an hour, uh, I was getting the vibration uh, from the wind. It, it literally appeared to be because the, the Jeep wasn't shaking. Uh, no, I, I no, slowed down just, to I slowed down to sixty and it stopped uh, wiggling back and forth. And we're not talking about much movement here. It's just you no, know no, enough to make me nervous. But and and you're you're absolutely right to be nervous uh, because yeah, all that vibration is going to uh, you know be transmitted down to your threads of you know how things are mounted. I mean that's uh, unless everything's Loctited, uh, that is definitely a valid concern that needs to be addressed. Hey, do you want to join in on the campfire side chat? Go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and find out all the ways that you can reach out to us and join in on the fun. Now let's get to some events from around the world and maybe even in your neck of the woods. And don't forget to let us know about an event that you are involved in, that you're volunteering with or planning yourself. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. That's where everything's at. Click and fill out our wheeling wear form. If that information comes to us, we'll get it out to the masses. We've got the Twin City Off-Road and HTR 4x4 Club presenting the Crawl for the Cure happening July 18th through the 21st in Gilbert, Minnesota. We also have happening on July 13th the Badlands Off-Road Adventure System uh, presenting their starting rock crawling classes. You want to get into rock crawling? This is how you do it. And it's happening, like I said, July 13th in Lucerne Valley, California. If you'd like to learn how to get involved in these events or more information for these events, just visit the uh, the show notes for this episode at jeeptalkshow.com. That's it for the show for this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure to follow us on Twitter. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Oh, Lucy, you'll have some splendid ado. Casting since 2010.